I need a hero. I'm holding out for a hero to the end of the night. Hello and welcome to the next episode of Matt and Todd Go to the Movies. The podcast, oh sorry, featuring Tim, Liam, and Marie. Did I capture everyone? Yes. All right. This is the podcast where all five of us went and saw a movie tonight at our local Regal Cinema Theater, and now we're going to talk about it. In the shady corner of United Artists, next to, for some reason, a car that's always here, um, we're going to talk about such things as, should you see this movie? Should you not see this movie? Should you just wait till streaming? Do you need to come right away this weekend? Should you get snacks? Should you pass on snacks? Uh, should you take a bathroom break, you know, and so on and so on, as you're used to from listening to this podcast. Or, if you're a new listener, welcome. I am Todd Domer. And I'm Matt Malloy, and yes, welcome everyone, welcome to our guest podcasters. Tonight we saw a movie called Renfield. Renfield, that's what it's called. Um, there's various people in this movie. Uh, the people that I recognized are called Nicolas Cage, mm-hmm. Aquafina, mm-hmm. and there's probably other people who are famous. Nicholas Holt. Nicholas Holt is he the main? He's the Renfield. The Renfield. Mm-hmm. He was an X Men. He was an X Men. He was in a great movie called Warm Bodies. He was all, he's on a show called The Great on Hulu, which is fantastic. Okay. That is a good show. Well, there you have it. He's Anyone around. else? Oh, he was in Mad Max as well. There is one person, but I can't remember ben the Schwartz. actual name. Ben Schwartz, yes. He was the, uh, the mobster son. Oh, okay. Gotcha. He's been in uh, Parks and Rec. Yeah, and Mr. Parks and Rec. Voice of Sonic. Okay. So, those people are in it. And uh, what is what is Renfield about? Well, Renfield is apparently a, um, a servant of Dracula, played by Nicolas Cage. Um, who is basically realizing that, well, his job is to, like, bring bodies to Dracula so that Dracula can eat them, drink their blood, all that type of vampire stuff. And uh, he's realizing he maybe doesn't really want to do that anymore. And uh, so he he kind of meets up with this um, this cop, played by Aquafina, and uh, they have a, they have an adventure together, learning about life. Um, anyway, <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's, yeah, so the movie is about Ren, Renfield's kind of awakening and trying to break away from Dracula, and there's, it's set in New Orleans, and, um, there's like a mobster family that's trying to uh, basically continue running the city and uh, they get involved when some some of their members accidentally get killed or and uh, yeah the movies the movies you know the back and forth and uh, between Renfield and Dracula and him trying to escape basically from Dracula's power and I'll mention that Ren- Renfield has powers as well as Dracula's servant. Um, that when he eats a bug, he can uh, he can go wild and have super strength and stuff like that for a little bit till it wears off. So I think that's that's a, a fine summary of of 
what we experienced tonight. Todd, what are your feelings? What are your thoughts? What is your gut reaction to Renfield? I will share my gut reaction. Um, so this movie is uh, pretty entertaining in some areas. So on an entertainment level, it's enjoyable. Um, I like the idea of the story being this is more about a toxic relationship than a straightforward like Dracula movie. It's all about Dracula and Renfield's kind of like relationship. Although every main character in this movie has a toxic relationship that they like get out of at some point. Um, <clears throat> so like this movie, while uh, having some super supernatural stuff in it and having Dracula is more about toxic relationships and getting out of it, which I thought was just an interesting spin on a Dracula Tales as old as time story. Um, so there's, there's a lot of like little fun stuff in here. Uh, the script is pretty like the script is incredibly fast. It's a, it's a very fast paced movie. It's just like things just keep going. And, uh, I think this is just what that director does. Um, so there's, I felt at times there was not a whole lot of time for me to digest what was happening. We were on to the next thing. Um, which it sometimes in a movie could be really good, but I kind of felt like it, it just threw me off the pace. It just felt like we were going, going, going. We would get little snippets of slow down story or backstory. Um, and part of me enjoyed that. Part of me was like, uh, I need a break for a second. Let's dive into something. Um, my biggest problem with this movie is that I'm just not a fan of Aquafina. Like, your ability to be loud doesn't make you a good actress. And I feel like that's really all she brings to the table. She's got a very loud, annoying voice. Um, and I just, I, I haven't enjoyed her in pretty much anything I've seen her in. And that was a big drawback to me. Not that I expect the movie makers who made this movie to know my personal issues with Aquafina. No, they should affect with you, really. I mean, if you want your movie to be successful, why wouldn't you? Because we've got right. this, this, we've got this highly rated podcast. Obviously, we're in the, the touch, and we, we 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 communicate to the masses on behalf of the movie theaters, yes, and the movie makers, right. So, um, if you're looking for a movie to just go and have a lot of fun and, 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 and be entertained, then this movie is pretty much right up your alley. It is very, very, very gory at times. Mm -hmm. Like, which, and, it, and it's an entertainment gory. It's not like a... Cartoonish, even. Yeah, it's, it's not like a scare you kind of gore, but it is a lot. Like, so, if you've got a younger teenager and you're like, eh, I don't know, like, that might be something to consider. Not saying don't take them, just saying mm -hmm. it's a part of the movie. Uh, some choice language too, but what do you expect from an R movie? So, um, yeah, I'm eager to hear what everyone else felt, but I, I, I enjoyed it, but there were some drawbacks to me. And, uh, you know, I think in general, if this is a movie that's up your alley and you just want to have like an hour and some change and shut off your mind, then go see it in theaters. If that's the experience you want. I, I, I don't know if this is a movie that I would say absolutely you need to hit the theaters to see this movie. Um, so if you're not a movie goer in general, you don't go to the movies, then this is not the one I feel like to break you out of that shell, in my humble opinion. So, and there you have it. Let's go with Marie. Well, 
Um, I agree with you. It was fast paced. Um, and the only other positive thing I have to say is I do always enjoy Nicolas Cage's crazy. Yeah. Hamming it up. He hammed it. Like he hammed it up. He plays crazy really well. I did um, note that. Enjoy might be too strong of a word. Um, <laughs> Amused. Bemuse me. Yeah. Um, my usual metric of if I don't think about anything else about my life while I'm watching a movie means that I was entertained. I have, I have busted that now because I didn't enjoy the movie at all. Mm. But I also didn't think about the rest of my life, so it kept my attention. Gotcha. Um, but it just didn't entertain. It did not entertain me at all. The gore was ridiculous for me. I just don't like that kind of gore. Um, there was too much blood. I felt like the story, um, I, I did, the premise was interesting of, of the toxic relationship, but I, I felt like the movie couldn't decide if it wanted to be a comedy or a horror flick or some kind have some kind of serious message that it was like inconsistent and it wasn't funny enough to be a comedy and it wasn't scary enough to be a horror flick and I just felt like it failed on like five different measures for me um, so my advice is don't go see it fair enough Liam uh, yeah this movie it was it was a movie um, <laughs> the, the thing that, like, visually it was interesting, the contrast of color was very well done, the set design was really great. So visually it was, it was very interesting and entertaining, especially the action sequences were really well choreographed, yeah. but True. I couldn't get past the writing. The dialogue was all very stilted, it didn't feel naturally how people spoke, um, in storytelling there's this thing called aromatic writing where you kind of write in a piece of dialogue that is the big thing that's supposed to be the theme you're portraying within the scene and then you write around that and then you take that out so everything kind of gets the gist of what you want without outright saying it it felt like every major uh, line in this movie was just saying rather than telling the actors didn't the characters didn't really have um, solid motivation they stated it but it didn't seem like they were actually portraying what they wanted and it was very it was too much tell instead of showing um with the dialogue and also it was very very fast paced but it wasn't fast paced as kind of like um like a mel brooks movie where it's joke it's funny it's moving the plot this felt more of bouncing around and then coming back to the same thing three times before the plot point actually moves forward and develops into something new um so it it's fun if you just want cool action sequence and some decent visuals, but it's not good if you're interested in really competent storytelling. Fair enough. Tim? Well, I may be on a different island than everybody because I enjoyed this for what it was, but maybe it was my expectations going in, too. Um, it was I, Nicolas Cage hamming it up as Dracula in a crazy over-the-top movie and I love Nicholas Holt so I was biased there too and he played exactly the type of character he always plays but he's really good at it and um, it's just 
and I love the way that they shot it. Like you said, the visuals were very interesting. I liked kind of they. There's a scene early on where basically Nicolas Cage is standing in as Bela Lugosi Dracula, and this movie basically says this is that same Dracula from that movie, now, and this is what he's been up to. And I thought that was a nice little touch to kind of connect it to the Dracula lore, if you, if you want to call it that. And um, this movie was trying to be over the top, crazy, you know, unorthodox. And for me, it worked. It was, yeah, it didn't want you to think too hard. And I think that going back to what you were saying about the, the writing, it wasn't trying to be something fancy. It was just, here's this crazy movie, come along for the ride. If you enjoy it, great. And for me, that worked and that accomplished its goal with me. Uh, I just, and I actually thought, well, I know Todd's uh, uh, stance toward Aquafina. Um, I actually thought this was her best performance. Now, that may not be a high bar, but I actually thought she tried in this and wasn't doing her shtick over the top. She actually was trying in this, in my opinion. And uh, as much as you try in a over the top, gory comedy horror movie. But um, it just everything. It's, this one clicked for me. I'm not gonna say it was a great movie, like in that kind of way. I, you could definitely wait for streaming or anything else when it comes to that. But uh, I enjoyed it for what it was trying to do, and I think it accomplished what it was trying to do. Alrighty, Matt, take us home. We're going home. All right. Well, uh, I didn't think this movie was very good at all. Um, there were some parts of it that I liked. Um, I do like Aquafina. Uh, I can't be friends anymore. I kind of am rooting for her to uh, become a good actress. <laughs> I don't think she's there yet, but I, I'm pulling for her. Um, I like her loudness. Um, Who are you? <laughs> a weirdo. Opinions are opinions. Yes. We all have. Um, I did enjoy that the movie was short. You know, yeah, we, I think we were we were around ninety minutes or so. Yeah, it did not linger. And uh, I didn't really like the story, but I did like all of the action sequences. Yeah. Um, the ripping arms off of people and using them for weapons and yeah. exploding people's heads and making people's bodies tear apart in a splash of blood. That does it for me. That's that <laughs> yes. is my kind of the X-ray thing was cool. That yes. was a, I mean yeah. from a medical person. Very mortal, yes, that, that was very Mortal Kombat. Uh, yes. Yeah. So so there's there's plenty of of sort of hammed up gore in yes, this. Definitely. That I just eat that stuff up. It makes me laugh. It makes me smile. It makes me. I can't uh, date you anymore. <laughs> <laughs> See, exactly. A lot of things happening in this podcast. Okay. Yes. We're, we're yes. Really a lot in this. Um, but, uh, yeah, overall, it was fine. It's not a good movie, but I did, I will say there were parts of it that I did enjoy. So it's not going to be like a terrible rating, but, um, it is not, uh, I would not consider it a great piece of cinematic, uh, artwork. To be fair, I don't think it was trying to be. Correct. <laughs> Correct. So, anyway, that's where I'll leave it. Alrighty. Well, getting down to it, um, I will not elaborate on what I'm choosing for the rating okay. system because if we talk about it, it'll end up being a spoiler. All I'm right. just going to throw it out there. 
Um, how many concrete ice cubes would you <laughs> give this movie? Um, zero being the worst because then you have no concrete ice cubes and then you know uh-huh. what are you doing with your life if you yes. have none right. five being the best because you know what get one more and you got yourself a half dozen there so <laughs> that's right um let's start with matt well i am going to be very simple about this two concrete ice cubes out of five um there were enjoyable parts of this movie as i said um but i still think it's kind of a below average film and uh it, there wasn't enough story for me to really say I super enjoyed it. So, two mm-hmm. concrete Fair. ice cubes out Mar- of five. Oh. Marie? I'm going to be generous and give it one. Mm-hmm. You go with what you feel. No, 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 you don't no, need don't to be, be generous. generous. This is what gut reaction. What you feel. I appreciated Nicolas Cage's yes. character acting, so... Oh my gosh, yeah. He, he can have one concrete ice cube. Probably. There we go. There you and go. Nick Cage himself. Liam? Uh, half a concrete ice cube. Mm. Mm-hmm. If, if you want to see a more entertaining train wreck, just go to East Palestine in Ohio. <laughs> oh, current yeah. events Ooh. on the scene. Got him. Love it. <laughs> Tim? I probably am going to, like I said, breaking the trend here. Uh, I'm going to nudge it just, just over that line of a good movie. It is a 2.6 for me. It was enough of an enjoyable thing that I would tell people it's a fun little thing to check out if you're into this type of movie or want to see Nick Cage just doing his thing. So I have 2.6. Fair. Well, I want to be clear about my rating. (laughs) My first thought was a 2.6. But... (laughs) Aquafina brings it down <laughs> to a 2.3. So. Okay, yep, yep. Oh, now Nick can't even save it. All right. Yeah, I I enjoyed Nick Cage's hamming it up, but as, at times it was like it wasn't matching with what was going. And I was like, you're once again, like, he just can't help himself. Nope. Like, every nope. scene he's in has to be about him. <laughs> yep. And the more he hams it up, the more it is about him. So it's like a never-ending cycle. Yep. There were just some scenes with him, and everyone else is doing what they're doing, and he's just doing his own thing, and it just it didn't play well at times for me. <laughs> he was so over the top. Yeah, which is like... I feel like the director was he, like, yep, go for it. <laughs> right. And I mean, like, the last movie we saw him in, the unbearable weight of talent or whatever like was the perfect amount of right like hamming it up and stuff like that so it's the director's responsibility to reel in this crazy guy (laughs) and uh if you don't do it you know you might get some gold but there's also an equal chance you're just gonna get people being like oh i don't know about that that just feels weird yeah with with craziness like that like the thing that makes it good with most nick cages is everyone is in on the joke everyone else is taking the world as seriously as possible in this it felt like the actors were too goofy at times and no one was really yeah. into it so if everyone committed with the full force that is capable of an actor they it, it would be really the situations would have been a lot funnier if the characters were taking it as seriously yeah, I think it, while also being in this goofy world and this goofy mm-hmm. plot fair mm-hmm. and there you have it and there you have it all right. Well, any last thoughts before we wrap up this episode? 
I got interested in yep. the idea of a Dracula movie who becomes the head of an organized crime field, <laughs> which kind of happens throughout this movie. And yeah, I'm just like, I was like, you know what? That's an inter- like it. Be- that became what I wanted to see. Don Dracula. And uh, yeah, it would work. Though. So kudos to them for like sparking an interest idea, and uh-huh. then you know, shame on them for not following, not through. not running with it, or not right. even giving it its real time of day. Mm. All right. That's for me, though. That's yeah. a personal statement. Yeah, personal statement from Todd. Yeah. Yes. Well, uh, that's going to wrap it up for this episode of Matt and Todd Go to the Movies, where we review the movie Renfield uh, about Dracula's assistant and his coming-of-age story. Yeah. Um, we, we gave it an overall rating of 1.68 concrete ice cubes out of five. That's a little bit low for us to be in strong recommendation of this. But I do think if you like certain components that are in this movie, you might enjoy the movie. There is a part in this movie where our main characters are highly wanted by the police department. And their solution to, to me yeah. is to say, let's go to Cafe Dumont, like one of the most popular places you can go in New Orleans. Right. Um, I don't think the film location was even Cafe Dumont. Like, oh, it definitely wasn't. Yeah, I've been no, there. That, I've that been was to Cafe not Dumont. anywhere in that building. It's fine. <laughs> no. So, there and you I have it. I think just one last thing. Yes. They made fun of people who are trying to get out of toxic relationships and and who try to, like, work through their codependence and I that was a little annoying mm-hmm. fair mm-hmm. Yeah. okay the whole movie didn't really take anything seriously that's true that's true well thank you everyone for listening thank you to our multitude of podcasters today <laughs> for providing insight and influence to our rating systems And uh, please continue to listen to this podcast. Subscribe, download, and tell your friends about it. And we will see you next time. Da-da-da-da. Da-da. Da-da-da. Da-da-da.